what happens is, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not just letting other school team score. It's like, we got to get the ball and score. Yeah, it's not pressure, bro. Like, give it back to the other team. You start reaching. Pressure, dog. How you doing, brother? President. Man, we just pop up anywhere. What's up, man? How you doing, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the like that's the things, man. He's still bad. I need to bump you, man. Man, who? And so, like, that's what I love. Man. Yeah, I was going. We got to see Aaron. And so, yeah, of course, dog. The price bill got enough. Oh, I see him. Pop, pop. Nah, man. Like, don't call that no. Jacksonville, between this, between the fields, we had an area where like five guys just passed out. They get in this area and they just faint. So we started naming that little area. We called it the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Motherfuckers just walk past it and somehow just fall out. He's like right over right here. here. Right over there. And that between, was between And people just bump. <laughs> bump right, right in front. They caught Big John Henderson, Big Dog, my big homie. I'm 14 years old. Whoa, what's happening, Leo, oh, man? Good to see you. Good? What's up, man? Oh, 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 yes, sir. Oh, 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 yes, sir. Oh, 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 Good to see y'all boys again. Yeah, you know, you know they got me working today. I got to stay behind the yellow line. I'm not working. What's up, baby? You know, still with you. Great, good to see. The show. We just move. We be all over the place, dog. What's up, baby? All right. The Dolphin fans mad at me. I told the Dolphin fans that Tua was thick, and now they mad. Hey, hey, take it easy with all that bullshit now. Hey, <laughs> he can't help himself. What up, my boy? You all right? You went crazy? Actually, this morning, what's up, big dog? Man, these boys ain't small. What up, my boy? I'm glad I'm retired and done. What's up, man? Oh, he got it. What's up, big man? You're lying. You're lying. You got a little girl. You're lying. She gonna take all that. They keep a smile on his face. Yeah, she gonna take all that. That's what I'm saying for sure. She want all that. She gonna get all for Here's the good thing, though. You negotiated a good one. You'll get a new one. <laughs> Say that one. Damn, <laughs> big as hell. What up, yeah. dog? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> what did they eat? Goodness gracious. Man, look at this facility, All right. Bro. 17, you can't play but one sport. <laughs> you can't play but one sport, 17. Uh, look at him over here. <laughs> what up, my boy? What's happening with you? You can't play with one sport, 17. See it, what's happening? You playing on soccer today? We good? Great. Every day, man. I'm good. We moving. Wait a step with that thing too last year. Make it happen. Keep going. Keep going. You got the big bets, though. We got the little nuggets for you. Too much don't start that. Hey, hey, Chad. Don't start that. Chad, don't start that light. Don't start that. Don't start that. Here they go hating on us. 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 Here they go He's actually worse. Right, don't tell him that. Oh, dog. Don't tell him that at all. We was in Vegas. I get a DM from somebody say, RC, need to come down here and get chance before you burn the whole thing down. Come on. Come on. My dog was at the craps table, dog. Oh, man. Come on, Let's go home, man.
stay away from you. Yeah, we'll 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 yes, sir. Home last week. We had to follow. How was that? How was that rookie dealing though? They 13, treat you high? So I, yeah, I ended up taking the running backs and the um, receivers. It was like, like 13. Oh, not too bad. That's That's a good light night. But we ain't do the alcohol though. Right, right, right. We ain't right. do the bottle. We ain't do all that. Oh, sir. Oh, we got to do that, sir. All right, all right. What do you think? He said they took it easy on him on the rookie dinner. Big fan, bro. Do you think? Yes, sir. Man, these pants they wearing nowadays. Do you think without the uniform code, the league will look more sweet or more stink? Stink. <laughs> I agree. It would definitely be stink. <laughs> so you got guys out there going to try to oh, do their own thing. They're going to do too much. It looks right. One I'm sock up, one on. sock down. Yeah, it'd be worse. How did we do this? You had to, huh? Because you knew no difference. You know what they say, if you knew better, you'd do better. We just what? didn't know better. God damn. One, two, three, three, two, one. Yeah. Bro, What's you can't move the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama cats, bro, they don't have no respect. Bro, yes, we do, bro. No respect. <laughs> the best school on the planet. No Only time I wore sleeves, I hurt my shoulder and I had to wear that black thing on my arm and I didn't want people to see it. I fumbled. Levon Kirkland made me fumble in the game. I had sleeves on the Pittsburghs. Never again. I let y'all know none of that shit matters. Please, yeah, it was it was day. about it was about my comfort though, right? Shannon. All that superstition shit. Put your left shoe on, right shoe on first. None no, of but it's mental for a lot of it guys. It means nothing. It's, it's it was just like regimen and schedule for me. It made me comfortable, and it's okay that I was comfortable, Chan. Like you can't tell me what works for me. <laughs> no, I can tell you what what works. No, you can't. For humans, <laughs> go out there and play fucking ball. You think this man wanna yeah, put his left shoe on, right shoe on? This man gonna choke the shit out of people. <laughs> but he cares about his regimen. He cares about his schedule. He cares about the way he prepares. That junk matters. It don't. Okay. It does. Okay. Long, as long as I had me a glass of Hennessy Friday night, I'll be set to go. That was part of your ritual. <laughs> if you didn't have that yak, I had that yak, I wasn't gonna play right. See? There you go. Let's prove your point. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cow pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, wanna miss you, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, only vision I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Think it's still me kind of in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, wanna miss you, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Quinny, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. We appreciate you, bro. It's, it's been exciting to watch the world get to know a little bit about your personality mm -hmm. on Hard Knocks. Channing has some lies he wanted to address with you, though. You want to address them now, Chan, or no? The <laughs> man said he had 10 sacks in a day. <laughs> I had 10. Bro, you ain't had but 12 sacks in a year. <laughs> and you had 10 sacks in one day. It was, it was, it was good. I had a good day. <laughs> I good. definitely had a good day. I had a good day that day. Hey, but Chan, he run on side the guard. That's 11. That's 11. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know, that's the number one pig, man. You can't get close to him. You know what I'm saying? For so me, like, for me, when I heard that, it just proves my point that you love yourself. Because you did an interview when Madden 20 came out. You said, <laughs> I can't wait to get home to play with myself. <laughs> I want to see what it feels like. <laughs> oh, video game, man. Shout out, oh, man. You love yourself. Oh, I thought y'all talking about my realm. You talking about my game. <laughs> <laughs> y'all said, bless you and thank you. You love yourself. I love myself, yeah. yeah you got you to gotta love yourself before anybody else, though. So. Nah, man, you um, obviously a Pro Bowl, all-pro player. You guys were on the defense last year that I got the opportunity to talk about a ton throughout the week, man, the way y'all hunted up front, 
linebackers that went sideline to sideline, put their faces on people, and outside, two top-notch corners, safeties that ran and hit. And so this was a defense that was in a place to have this team prepared to be a playoff team. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have some quarterback issues, some injuries that keep you guys from doing that. For you, when you look at this team and where you were last year and now the excitement of adding some of the players, one in particular, yeah. that you've added this offseason in Aaron Rodgers, how excited are you about the 2023 season? Oh, uh, man, I'm super excited, man. Uh Ed Aaron Rodgers is a huge golden ticket for any team that could get uh, a quarterback with that much experience, a Hall of Fame quarterback, a quarterback who brings so much stuff to this team, a player in general who brings so much stuff to an organization who's wanting to win, wanting to do the right thing, to go in the right direction, to make the playoffs and to make the Super Bowl. Having a guy like him on his staff and on his team, man, changed the whole organization mindset because he has so much experience. And being a part of this defense, man, you got guys coming back who was – all pro last year who want to be better this year. You got guys who come back who had the potential to be a pro bowler last year, but get to that next level and tapping into the next level. You got young guys who stepping up and uh, scratching and clawing to be the best they can be. You got guys like Tony Adams who stepping up, taking on that role of the free safety and taking the boys by the horn and running with it. You see that he has the potential to be the best in the league. So you see a lot of guys, man, getting better every single day, getting better every single week, and having eight on the other side of the ball going against him every single day. I don't feel like no quarterback in the league we're going to be able to go against example like that in this NFL. So it's preparing us on a whole other level to be even better than we was last year. And Q, you talk about eight being there. Mm -hmm. He, he going to ball. We know what he is. He already Hall of Famer. You, you said the word mindset. And that's a different thing than X and O. That's a different thing than statistics. Yeah. The mindset of knowing that A-Rod's on the other side of that. Board. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a big mindset, man. Like, you know, you know, not just eight, man, but everybody else. You got Dalvin Cook coming. You got Brees coming back healthy. You got um, Makai Beckman showing out, coming back healthy, man. You got a lot of guys. Dwayne Brown coming back, who had an unbelie unbelievable year last year, healthy. And AVT coming back, uh, who was a all pro bowler, all pro before he got injured, coming back healthy. So you see all these pieces coming to play, and it just make you excited because you get to battle against these guys at practice and get better at practice and get them better, but also get yourself better at practice. So You know, you talk about Brees being back. You brought in. McCole Hartman, some yep. speed right there, more speed at the receiver position. Expectation, Channing actually about mindset. Anything less than a playoff berth, would that be a letdown? I think every single player in this league, every single player who step on this field, man, want to win the Super Bowl. That's what we all play for. That's what we all come out here and win. If you're not first, you last. So yeah. that person who hold that trophy up at the end of the day is the winner. So I feel like everybody in this organization coming here with one thing on their mind is just to win the Super Bowl. And um, that's our standard. That's our expectation. On the defense side, we speak about being the number one defense in the league and what it takes to get to the number one defense league. Um, last year, we I got a chance to study the number one defense league and see what those guys did and see how we can bring it over here to us because we had like the number four or some defense mm -hmm. in the league and the difference between them and us is not that far. So the expectation for this building, the expectation for us as a defense is to go out there every single day and get 1% better so we can get to that trophy and hold it up at the end of the day. So, Quinnen, we've learned through getting an opportunity to just watch you live. You're an amazing mm -hmm. young man. Got an opportunity to talk to your brother Quincy, <laughs> which I think is amazing. Right? How awesome is it that you get to go out and do what you love with your brother? 
Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, it don't hit you into the offseason, though. Because, like, in, in, in this building, you, 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 you all feel like we got chemistry on, especially on the defense. And, um, like, we all brothers, man. I've been with John Franklin Myers for five years now. Been with a couple of, been with CJ since I was in college. So, like, um, you got in the building, you all brothers. You all got a chemistry like brothers. But so it don't hit me until off the, uh, off the um, field when we at home and eating Thanksgiving dinner together or yeah. – celebrating like New Year's or anything like that together at home. You know, your father, uh, Quincy Sr., mm -hmm. uh, raised you, your, your brothers, and your sister. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is kind of a departure, a change. Here on this show, we speak about breast cancer mm -hmm. and have a lot of, whether it's sympathy or try to support as much as we can because our producer, Alicia Zubakowski, is a survivor. I know you lost your mom you know, when you were extremely young yeah. to breast cancer. And Quincy was talking about some of the things that both you and he do mm -hmm. as it comes to supporting not only breast cancer survivors or those who are fighting, but also the families yeah. of those who are dealing with breast cancer because it affects everyone. For you, being a young man who, according to your father, according to your older brother, was a mama's boy. Yeah. To lose your mother like that, you know, the scenes painted, it's 4th of July, Mm. 2010, she goes to the hospital. What was that moment like for you and how did it affect you? It was a hard moment, man, just to go through that whole situation. Um, it was definitely painful um, during that time to lose a best friend, um, to lose somebody who you know that had your back and somebody who you know that was going to raise you up to be um, a phenomenal person. So, um, But it has helped me in a lot of ways. Um, that's why uh, me and my brother, we are both American Cancer Society ambassadors for the NFL, and we do so much stuff with the NFL and do so much stuff with our foundations with breast cancer and with all cancer itself. Um, but it helped me be the person I am to the day because I know the way I live my life, the way I go out there, the way I do different things on the field and off the field is all to make my mom proud and all to make sure that her and my father know that what you guys taught us has never left us, no matter how much money, fame, or no matter what setting or circumstance that we're in, we all going to live by the foundation and the base that they taught us with. And um, I remember one thing that my mom always taught us, never leave our head, especially I know me and my brother and my other siblings, that um, if you start something, finish it. And that's the biggest thing. So. Every single thing we start, man, we try to finish it, so. Two-part question, the mental side of it, because making it to the league 1% is mm -hmm. 1%. I remember last last year, training camp tour, we talked to uh, T.J. Watt. Yeah. And, you know, and his brother J.J., and to make have two brothers go, and now two brothers playing on the same team is amazing. Yeah. So mentally, how did both of y'all have that fortitude to do it? But then physically, too, because I remember T.J. said what? They drank milk. <laughs> a gallon of milk a day or something like that. You think back, like, for you and your brother to be in the same household and to be the 1% of the 1%, yeah. have you ever thought about why and how we both made it? I thought many times why and how. Uh, I, I still haven't found the question. I can only say, like, God helped us get here because we didn't have enough to drink a gallon each a day. Like, <laughs> our parents weren't fortunate enough for him to drink a gallon and me to drink a gallon. Drink we had to share the gallon. I had to drink two cups and he'd get a cup, my little sister get a cup. So, uh, but nah, man, I just thank God, man. I just thank everybody who supported us, everybody who did. My grandmother stepped in, my dad stepped in. We had a whole entire, like, village to help us um, become who we is today and just, uh, just being focused, man, that's the biggest thing. Like, going through situations like that, like that and um, in tough times and tough neighborhoods, man, you can tend to go the wrong route and use negativity and excuses to do negative things. Just staying focused, having each other, having God in our life, having our grandparents and great st stability at home, 
I guess, help make us focus and push us to the right direction to go down the right path and stay focused in the right thing. So in 2019, you went pretty early, mm -hmm. number three overall. Yeah. Uh, Quincy had to wait a little bit, went third <laughs> round, yeah. but he went, mm -hmm. he got the call. Uh, also, I think two years later, you two became the first brother duo to, to have a sack in the same, same game, game. Yeah. since 1982. Yeah. Which was the, like, which was the um, better feeling? You know, what was the greatest moment? I think him getting drafted uh, was the biggest thing because uh, the expectation was not that high for him to get drafted because the school he came from, the the looks he came through, I remember like it was yesterday, I got drafted um, first round and um, a day later, I believe two days later, he was with me going through all my little stuff and celebrating me and stuff like that. And he get the call, he step away from the from the event or step away from whatever we was having for me at the time. And he get the call and we just see on the TV that he got drafted. And I think that we were so excited for him because he got that same opportunity that I got, no matter what pick you was, no matter what what class you was in, with how much money you get paid, you got that opportunity to go to go change your family life and change your future life. And I think that when he got drafted, it was so surreal for both of us because um, it's cool to get drafted. People don't understand. Like, it's cool. It's a humbling moment. Understand. You ain't get drafted? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Three, but, hey, three of the four, though. Three of the four. It's all right. But <laughs> I would blame it on the SEC, but... You a Hall of Famer, LSU. though, so it don't matter. So. Yeah. You know, look, let me tell you the story, though, that I learned in Ken. It's more Hall of Famers went undrafted than yes. drafted. You know what I mean? Because drafted first pick. Well, because it's more people who are undrafted. And yeah. I think that's to your point, though, of why it is such a monumental accomplishment mm -hmm. for you and your brother Quincy, man, for one household to have two people drafted and to be able to celebrate it together yeah. like you guys did, coming from the adversity yeah. that y'all came from, man, that that is huge. The But, you know, you, like, talk, you're like, oh, yeah, I got drafted and Fred saying that you went third, which is absolutely amazing. And you keep this beautiful smile on your face. And one of your mom's quotes was, keep a smile on your face because you never know what people are going through. Yeah. If I look at you now, I think to myself, oh, when this dude stepped on to Alabama's campus, he was a dog. This guy was able to start mm -hmm. right away. He played over Payne and he played over all these guys. But that wasn't your route, nah. right? For two years, man, you sat and you watched people yeah. play. What was that experience like for you to know that I can do it, mm -hmm. I just haven't gotten my chance? It was it was a hard experience, man. Like it's, it was many times, this, this before like NIL and transport portal, like it's been many times where our coaches that left our staff were going to get head coaching jobs other places and I almost went with them, you know what I'm saying? Like, difference in top schools, too. Like, so it, it, it was one of those things where I, I go back to God a lot because I had to pray. I pray about every single thing I do. Um, I ask God to show me the way and show me the direction I want to go in. And a guy in Alabama right now named Josh Chapman, who's from where I'm from, was just telling me, like, yo, like, you learn, like, you're not ready yet. You learn from the guys in front of you. You work hard. And when you get ready, it's going to be your time. And I understood, I understood what he said when I got drafted, but in that midst, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> it's kind of hard sitting back here waiting and you see Payne and Jonathan Allen and all these guys go first round. It's like, bro, like, they ain't finna take no first rounder and, and he ain't got on the field yet. So, <laughs> but I got my opportunity, man, my third year. I never played, like, people understand I only played 15 games my whole college career. So I got my opportunity my third year and I just, I was ready. I made the best of it. I went out there, I balled out, and God just blessed me with the stats, the the skill, the everything I needed to go 
top three pick. So it was just a, a blessing in my eyes and a blessing for, I guess, God to help me stay at that moment because I was definitely finna leave. <laughs> like, it was one of the RC talked about your smile. I've never seen you not smiling, yeah. ever. When you guys break the huddle from defense, you turn and you look at the, at the offense. Yeah. All I can envision is the Chesser cat. When you look at the <laughs> opposing quarterback, like what are you thinking when you're looking over there, you know, talking trash? I got 10 sacks. Like what's going through your mind? I did 10 sacks. There's I did. No I got to get the whole entire film. Like you got to watch the whole he film. <laughs> you got the whole film, man. It's bad. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, but... I don't really smile on the field. Like, I smile like when I get sacks and stuff like that. Like, of course, we smile when my brother make a big hit and make a play. We all laughing and joking and stuff like that. But now on the field, like, I'm really focused. I'm zoned in. Like, I, I, I compare it to, like, Iron Man. Like, when Iron Man suit off and he just regular old Tony Stark, it's like he's cool, laid back, smiling, enjoying the moment. But when he put that suit on, he's like a killing machine. Like, so when I put that suit on, I lace my cleats up and I step on the field, it's like, Bro, I'm finna give it all I can, how how long as I can, forever, like, because at the end of the day, like, like you say, we in the 1%, and it's so many players that came before me and that's out of the league now or could have been in the league that was better than me, and but they just ain't get the opportunity that I have. So every time I step on the field, I need to make the best opportunity I got. And I got my brothers next to me who giving they 100%, giving they all. So I don't, I don't want to be that person coach on film, like, Q, you're not giving your all right here because I know in my head I let everybody in this whole organization down. Everybody on my team down, let my family down, let my kids down. So it's like when I step on the field, I'm giving it my all no matter what. Bro, they, them two talking about the psychology behind the smile. I want to know about the regiment behind the smile because that bitch is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> we remember when you was a puppy in the league with the braces. Braces, said, yeah, yeah, braces. Them. Thank you. Yeah. And all that shit. What, 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 what have you done? Why? What have you done to your team? I always that smile. I always smile. Colgate. Colgate. <laughs> you brush twice a day? I Cold. definitely brush multiple times. I brush every time I eat. Because cause my shit fake. <laughs> Bro, I, we did it on the show. My shit was raggedy, and I got all this shit yeah. for years and beautifully done, and now. They look good. I, Thank you so much. Don't do that. Don't do that. Thank you so much, brother. But yeah, it was just the braces. You ain't got no Got braces. I had Invisalign. Invisalign. Yeah, I took the braces off and I ain't get a retainer. (laughs) So they kind of got crooked a little bit. So I shoved the Invisalign in them, straightened them out, got them uh, bleached a little bit. Yeah. And then just brushed them every time I eat. But back to what you said, that's God there. It is, man. See, this is this is a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the Lord and Savior. You got Jesus like Christ. it's it's some it's some techniques you can use, man. Like <laughs> you got hydrogen peroxide, like and <laughs> hey, he country. And yeah. you already know they start they start pulling different. out things that's not supposed to be for your teeth yeah. and using it on your teeth. You country as hell. Baking soda and hydrogen peroxide. Baking soda and hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Lemon juice, like yeah. I ain't never heard of lemon juice. Dude. Lemon juice. Got the acidic in it, burning all the little <laughs> coffee stains and stuff like that off your teeth. Oh, I see. That shit beautiful. Oh, he, oh, he next level. Yeah, he next level. Q, you talked about waiting your turn mm-hmm. at Alabama. I think sometimes it's it's understandable there because we've seen guys shine for one year at, at Alabama under Coach Saban and become first-round draft picks like yourself. It's a little bit different 
in the league and you got to, you know, you played early, you've been extremely successful, and you're not waiting to be a star for the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. But there are probably two players that you can look at in this league and they say, well, Quentin Williams ain't in front of them, right? Mm -hmm. One of those players would be Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. The other player would be Chris Jones, mm -hmm. you know, monetarily. I guess maybe you like, okay, I could see maybe falling behind them. So are you just going to wait for those two to leave before you become the guy? Or are those type of players, those type of accolades, the ones you look at and say, nah, I don't have to wait for them, for the Aaron, for the Aaron Donalds and the Chris Jones to retire to become the man. I'm chasing that right now. Oh, for sure, man. I'm definitely chasing that right now. Um, I remember going through my little uh, contract situation, and I was just so okay with being the third guy, the third guy, the third guy all the time. And I just thought to myself one day, like, man, I ain't going to be the third guy this year. Like, I want to go be the number one guy. You see what I'm saying? Like, I want to be the Aaron Donald. I want to be the Chris Jones. Like, what can I – What can I, I had to self-reflect on myself. Like, what I need to do to change to be that guy, that game changer, that Bengals, Aaron Donald in the game, that – Chris, Chris Jones, who in the game at uh, whoever they were playing in the AFC Championship and sacks, forced fumbles, and mm -hmm. different stuff like that. And these guys, that's game changer. And I had, it was like a self-reflect type thing. I look in the mirror, look at film, uh, really doubt into what can Q change, what can Quentin change to be that game changer. And that's the only thing I'm really focused on this whole entire year. Like, like yeah, I had a good year last year, but I'm chasing that greatness status. I'm chasing that. When you hear my name, you're going to say I'm one of the best. Just like when you hear Aaron Donner's name, he he's a gold jacket guy. Mm -hmm. Off the game. Off the rip. Everybody know that. You can't nobody say they're not. And I want to get to that level. And I'm working my butt off to get to that level of the notoriety and that level of respect. So just doing everything I can to even get to that level. I think you'll get there. You know, I think you've handled yourself as a as a, as a pro coming in, the mm -hmm. way you came in, uh, doing draft, being here in this market in New York is a huge market, but you handle yourself like a pro. Yeah. Um, and the, the numbers speak for themselves. But I, I want to go back a second, you know, a little bit of the foundation, because I was sitting here thinking after RC actually about uh, Bama, mm -hmm. uh, I committed to Florida State. Uh, my, my school's rivalry, but I ended up choosing Florida. I felt like that was the best decision in my mm -hmm. life. You committed to Auburn, mm -hmm. but you chose Bama. Yeah. One, I want to know why. I'm pretty sure it was the best decision you've ever made. Yeah. But And I also want to know, what do you take from Coach Nick Saban that still helps you to this day? I grew up a huge Auburn fan, if a lot of people don't know. Like, I grew up a huge Auburn fan. I want to go to Auburn since I was a little kid. So um, when I first got that Auburn offer, man, it was like, unbelievable moment for me like so I committed to Auburn off just like wanting to go to Auburn wanting to win a national championship from Auburn the guys before me like Nick Fairley and Cam Noon and all those guys made it super popular and super like wanting to come and different things like that but Auburn was two hours away from my grandmother mm. and Alabama is 30 minutes from my grandmother it was just, I live, we from Birmingham, Alabama. So me wanting to stay with her me wanting her to come to the games easy me wanting her to be a part of my journey through the NFL because that's who helped me really like stay focused, my mother figure to get to where I was at the moment. I decided to go to Alabama just to stay close to her and different things like that. And it, it was some plus on the end. You get to play for Coach Saban. You get to learn from all the alumni came through there. You get to learn from Jonathan Allen and all the events that was on the team at, at the beginning. But uh, my whole reason was going like just to stay close to my grandma and keep my grandma involved inside of my uh, education, first of all, because my grandma is huge in education and my mom was huge in education. So stay involved in my education and just stay involved in my life in general. I'm not just coming every Saturday, but she can come out there 
during the week if I needed her to, if I wanted her to. So um, that was a, a main decision. I made it for her. So. And Coach Saban. And Coach Saban, man, everything I do now is through Coach Saban. The mindset, uh, the way it's funny because I was telling Brick the other day, like, they was like, bring the juice, bring the juice. And I'm like, yo, I never heard of that. Like, that's some NFL shit. Like, <laughs> I never heard bring the juice. Like, like, bro, Alabama is like, you either come to work or stay at home. Like, right. and that's my mindset. When I step on the field, like, I'm here at work. Like, I'm here to come. I'm here to work. I'm here to get everybody better around me, and I'm here to get better. So um, that mindset and just uh, play the next play, it's just every single thing, every single aspect that he instilled in me um, still to this day. The uh, mentality, man, like the, the hardworking aspect, the – just everything, man. Like when it comes down to being a professional, it's like on the field, off the field, a lot of that he taught me and instilled in me. Q, you talking about on the field and off the field. On the field, bro, you big as hell. You gonna choke, <laughs> you gonna choke the hell out of people when you grab them now. Like you, you a very talented dude, but yeah. physically, like we watched you play now. Protect 12 sacks from defensive tackle, that shit's stupid. But off the field, dude from Birmingham, Alabama, stayed in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. And then you get thrown in New York. Mm -hmm. Was there any was there any learning curve off the field that you had to get used to? Nah. Not it had really. to be, bro. Nah. Uh, you know what? Spending, spending, uh, like, you know, anybody get a lot of money and you know what I'm saying? So spending money on what the things you wanted was my biggest like curve. Like everything I ever wanted, like, I was like, I'm finna get. So that was about the <laughs> that was about the only curve like I had. Like me and my financial advisor had to talk like the first year of my in the league, but after that, man, I'm not a big party. I don't drink, never taste the liquor in my life, like, never smoke, like, so I'm not big into, like, going out, partying, all that stuff. Like, I rarely go to the city. Like, if I go to the city, it's, like, for clothes or, like, just to take my family when they come into town or something like that. So, but, nah, like, I just enjoy having fun, well, what, chilling. What was everything you wanted? What, Jordans. What, 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 you look back. Big you thing. look back. What was that? that Jordans? Jordans, yeah. What was that purchase? I heard that you both of I heard you yeah. and your brother Jordans. got a gang of oh, sneakers, yeah. though. I got a collection. He got a, he got a collection because he wanted to be like me. But <laughs> I got a collection, man. I, it, it's so funny because, like I said, we was, we was like, we weren't poor, but we was less fortunate. Like, we had to get one pair of shoes a year. Just a regular, you know what I'm saying, like uh, middle class or lower class type family. So... Uh, I always told myself when I got older, I'm going to buy every single joint that come out on Saturdays. <laughs> so, like, my first year in the NFL, I literally, like, I bought every single joint I ever wanted in my life. Like, every single joint. Uh, and I wasn't going to, like, foot. Like, I was going to, like, the Flight Club and <laughs> these re re restock stores. Like, so I was spending some money. So uh, that's about it. Like, I'm a super cool, chill dude. I don't like to do a lot. So yeah. I like classic cars. That's about it. And, and But now you got your baby. Yeah, now I got my baby your now. Baby so baby got everything. Nah, she ain't got that much stuff. Now she a little baby. <laughs> hey, I saw you. We saw you in practice when you were mic'd up. He's like, my baby coming today. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I thought that was cool, and 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 the smile you had on your face. But you know, you're talking about rookie year having to or going to a flight club or wherever it was to get Jordans. We in a whole different tax bracket now, right? What the type of money that you got this offseason, the 96 M's, the, the 66 guaranteed, that's FU money. Nah, it's like, not. Nope, nope. Nah. It really is, right? That That's money that says, you know what, I can come to work kind of any kind of way I want to. Obviously, you won't do that yeah, yeah. because of the way that you grind. Mm -hmm. But for you, you have a female agent, mm -hmm. Nicole Lynn. Yep. It's all, she's also Jalen Hurts' agent. Yep. So basically, she had a really good summer. 
Really good summer. Right, the, the commission is is rolling through. For you, what all went into that decision to pick Nicole Lynn as your agent? When I first met Nicole, I went through a whole little process, like um, interviewing agents and different stuff like that. And I interviewed CAA and all the like the big time guys. Everybody knows athletes first and all that stuff. And then uh, I interviewed my agent Nicole. That's now like, and she never had a first round draft pick. Uh, I don't think she ever had a top like fifth round and up draft pick. Uh, but what stood out to me was, uh, it's a story that I like to say all the time that what stood out to me, but like her 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 breakdown on everything, um, just everything was the same. And when it come down to football stuff, money stuff, first round stuff, everything's the same in the agents world. But this one really stood out to me with her. Like she also she she kept it real with me from the beginning. She said, Q, you can only make the money on the field. Like I can't I can't argue you a five million, six million more. Like what you do on the field is what you do on the field. Well, I'm coming in that is, I'm going to make sure nobody mess you over when it come down to what you deserve and help you build off the field stuff when it come down to personality. I came in young. I came in at 20 years old. So I ain't know about credit. I ain't know about down payments. I ain't know what a you, I'm in college dorms. So it's like, I came in early. So when she, when she said that, it stood out to me because it's like, whoa, like, none of these agents said that. Like, I don't know about credit. I don't know about email when it comes down to email and stuff like that. I don't know about uh, down payments on a house or a lease or all this stuff. Like when it comes down to getting apartments and stuff like that, I didn't know none, none about this stuff because I'm just a college student at the time that's in a dorm every single day. So so when she said that stuff, it was like, oh, that's different. Like that's not, nobody ever said that. So that what stood out to me the most. And she had a draft pick. I think he, he was, he, uh, I don't know the draft pick name or nothing like that, but he was supposed to go like fourth round or fifth round. and. He called her and said, hey, I want a meeting with Nicole Ann. Um, she drove, on her birthday, drove this long distance, probably an hour, two hours, to go see him. And when he ended up seeing him, he was like, uh, I don't want to, I'm going to sign with somebody else. I don't want it no more. I don't want to see you no more. And in my head, I said, oh, you really took the time out of your birthday to go really see this client, not no first rounder now, like, right. like a fourth, fifth round client to really see and she expressed me like the reason she did that because she gonna treat every single one of her clients like they're the number one pick. I told her, I said, if if I sign with you, would you like, are you gonna stick to that? Like number one pick. And she was like, this is how I am. Like you can sign with me or not sign with me, I'm gonna do it regardless. And when she said that, I signed with her. Like, I just signed with her and then it's been unbelievable ever since. Like But you mentioned you were comfortable being three when mm -hmm. it came to your money and when it came to signing your deal. But it seemed that you weren't gonna come to work until you got your money. Now I watch you smile. You are a gentle, <laughs> kind soul until you put on shoulder pads and the helmet. Q, you was gonna stay at home? <laughs> you talking about uh, if they ain't pay me? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna stay at home. Man, you wasn't gonna stay it's at home. My thing is this, like, it's a thing of respect. Like, Somebody like me who done every single thing on the field and off the field. Uh, and it was never like this with the Jets. Like, we, we was always on the same page and come down and stuff like that. But it was just a respect thing. Like, when it come down to, like, how I want to be treated, how I want to be treated respectfully. I want to be treated like your guy. You see what I'm saying? So we was always on the same page, always not going back and forth when it come down to money and stuff like that. It was over a year. So that was about the only thing. So the money already been there, like. It ain't, ain't nothing, it was, like you said, it was cool with them, but has anything changed with the money? With the team or the team. during that time, how they treat you, respect, mm -hmm. even from your rookie year to now. Like, I would expect you to be a leader. Yeah. I would say, 
I just gave you 96 million, bro. You the defensive leader now. Has anything changed with the with the relationship, with the connection? Oh, nah. Everything ain't been the same. Everything they not really. They expect more out of you when they give you 96 million. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they expect you a more. dollar right now, they nigga. Expect, we yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> they expect more, but it's like they're not going to come out and say, like, oh, we expect you to do this. We expect you to do this. When you the person that they know you is, then you need the person that they, like, they – they not really like, I ain't gonna say they paid you to be this person, but they rewarded you because you are that person. Mm. So it's like, they didn't pay me to be a captain. They didn't pay me to be an all pro. They didn't pay me to be a pro bowler. They just rewarded me for being that person. Mm. So like, I'm not out here trying to be extra, be nothing I am just because I got paid. I'm just being myself. Like, I'm just going out there, doing what I can do 100% like I've been doing, like being myself. So it's like, it's not like, oh, Q gonna have an amazing this year because he got paid to have 10 sacks this year. But it's like, yo, I'm doing this because I love football and I want the best for myself. Just like, and I got to hold the person next to me accountable. I want to be held accountable just like that. So, Hey, fellas, it's the training camp tour and we teamed up with DraftKings because we want people to sign up right now and use promo code DEFENSE. You place a bet for $5, you get $200 in bonus bets. With those bonus bets, y'all know what I'm doing. Those same game parlays, you gotta get a chance to make more money. Same game parlays, baby, you know I love them. And I'm gonna make my money on the daily fantasy. The sports book is not everywhere, but that's okay. Wherever you at, pull out your mobile device and turn on the daily fantasy. You can get some money that way, too. Same game parlays, daily fantasy. Remember, it's DraftKings Sportsbook app. All new customers need to do is sign up, use our promo code DEFENSE, bet $5, and receive an additional $200 in free bets if your bet cashes. To go along with all of those things on the field uh, and your support for breast cancer, we know why. Uh, off the field, you stood up during COVID and donated a lot of money mm -hmm. to uh, the uh, essential workers. Yep. Know a lot of nurses. Why was that important? Uh, that was very important for me, man. Just because um, my mother-in-law is a nurse and she worked in um, in New Orleans for almost six months when it came down to COVID and stuff like that. And man, anytime I can help somebody in need, anytime I can help um, a great cause and different things like that, when people are literally put their lives on the line to help others, that's an amazing thing to me in my life because that's what I live to do is to help others. So when I seen that they needed that, so it was like nothing. I reached out to a chef out here in New Jersey, and um, I got it done, so. You know, your family, you said you had a village. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes when you lose an important part of a family, everybody gets tighter. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard that y'all have a family group chat that only four people are in. Yeah. Right? It's you, your brothers, and your sister. And I heard it's like a lot of trash talk about each other, who's better, who's had the better game, who's yeah. the best. Y'all still have that group chat as adults? Oh, for sure. What yeah, still to this day. What, what kind of stuff goes on in the group chat if you could share with the world a little bit of it? Because uh, I heard your grandma couldn't be a part of it. Nah, she can't be a part of it. <laughs> uh, it's just like a lot of, like I guess, constructive criticism and football games and... My sister was in college, uh, so everything she had going on in college, she tell her going on to college, share her report card, grades, and stuff like that. And um, me and Quincy argue a lot about who had the best game, who didn't have the best game, his ass missing tackles and stuff like that, or like I missed a sack, he missed, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's stuff like that. Like, and um, really get my family involved inside of like what's really going on in, in the football world and our lives. So. Do you and Q go harder at each other when somebody misses a tackle yeah. or blown assignment more so than you do? One hundred percent. It's similar. It's definitely similar. But I know I can talk to him more reckless because he know where I'm coming what you from. Say? What's what's reckless? Reckless. It's like bad. How? Like one thing. Like, like ain't no way you curse. No, nah, I don't curse like that. 
Like that. Nah. What do you mean like that? It's just, it's just, it's like, a, get your ass on the nah. motherfucking pile. Yeah, something like that. Like, nah, that like, but like, he's an amazing tackler. So yes, when he, he missed a, say if he in an open field tackle, and it's like, say if it's second and seven, he can make it second and 10, because he's either check down, missed the tackle, now it's second, I mean, third and four. Like, that, that'll that piss me off, under, like, unimaginable, because it's like, bro, the player I know you is, bro, the, the accountability I'm going to hold you to, bro, is way different because I know how hard you work, bro. I know your why. You see what I'm saying? Like, that tackle is night and day. That's a 10 out of 10 tackle. So for you to miss it, piss me off. You know what I'm saying? Like, does, he, does, he ever, does he ever combat that with, your ass shouldn't have let him, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have let, you should have got off that block so he wouldn't even get up to the next Nah, one. nah, he don't, he don't never, like, and when he get on me, like, he don't never be, you got to think we in the game too, though. So yeah, it's yeah. like, it's more loud, it's more faster, but it's like we all play the next play, but he know, like, when we watch film, bro, I'm going to say the same thing I said on the film, in the film room too, so. But, like, we try to, honestly, bro, we try to get that relationship we got, it's a lot, it's starting to grow more with the teammates on the field because, like I said, like, like I can talk to JFM like that. Because me and JFM been here five years together, you know what I'm saying? So like, I know his why. I know him as a human being, as a person. Like, I know I can hold him accountable on a whole nother level than I can hold like Will McDonough accountable. Like, cause he's a new guy, he's coming in. So like, different stuff like that that you can really see us coming together. Like, CJ can hold me accountable. Like, I can hold CJ accountable. Like, like Sauce coming in. Like, I can hold Sauce accountable on a whole nother different level because he is an all pro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is the guy in the league. So it's like, I expect you to be that guy no matter what. You see what I'm saying? So when you do some shit that's like down here, it's going to piss everybody off because our expectation for you, what you should have for yourself is up here. Right, you see what right. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give him to Bijan Robinson. I got to give it to bro. What do you do wrong? You are all pro. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't do nothing. You play football, you're the best in the world. Like, what? Give me a flaw. Give me a flaw, bro. I, Nothing. Let me think. Your teeth used to be, but now look at it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no flaws. He crazy. grew up with a negative. This special Let me got think. No Let me flaws. Think. I got some flaws, but it's like, you might not think they flaws. I, I need them. Give them to me. We, we, we'll talk about it. Like, I spend money on, like, classic cars a lot. Like, too much. What are your classic cars? A 70 Chevelle, 69 Camaro. How many you got? Classic cars? Or just cars in general? How many cars do you own? You think it too long, I know it's a problem. Nah, it ain't, it ain't like six. That ain't bad. That ain't bad, though. Like, I, I got a list, though. I, I got a list. I want, some, I, I, got, I want some more. Like, I got, like, a list I want to get, like, before, like, I retire or before I die, so. Before you die, you just got $66 million guaranteed. Yeah, but I don't have to get, I don't get cards just like spin it, spin it, spin it. Like, I'm a, I'm a saver. I'm going to spend it. You say, you know what I we say, were talking earlier? Yeah, I say, I'm a big saver. You said, you, what did he say, 90 90-10. I did my rookie contract, I did 80-20. You did 80-20. 80-20, save 80, spend 20. Well, not spend 20, but save 80, spend 20. Then the second contract, 90-10. Save 90, 90 10. 10. And you going to stick to that? I'm going to stick to it, man. I don't want to go broke. You, See, like, what, my, what, what, I'm scared to go back to, you know what I'm saying, not being able to, to buy my daughter all the stuff she wanted, or not being able to provide for my wife, or, like, you know what I'm saying, not being able to do this stuff. Like, so I, I'm a big saver. Even on the second deal, 66 guaranteed, if you save 90, he can play with six and get his cars and treat, well, New York taxes chopping that yeah, all the way. Yeah, they chopping all the way up, so, so you, yeah, it ain't, think, it ain't like people thinking. <laughs> New York ain't no joke. Hey, that's the, hey, that is the thing, too. You playing in, in this state, in this area, and you know, 
whether you're country or you have no idea of what money is, when people read your contract, oh, they yeah. think you got $66 million today, too. Nah. They think you got it right when you sign that for you and, and understanding, though, like where you come from, mm -hmm. you know, and what you had to go through to get here. How proud or how happy has it made you to be able to change your family's life for generations? Oh, it made me super excited, man. Like my sister graduated college uh, a couple of months ago, and me and me and my brother, we we pay her whole college tuition. Like she never, she didn't need a scholarship, she didn't need a loan, she didn't need none of that stuff. And when she graduated, man, it was just so we was just so proud. And as you reflect and be like, man, like. She ain't in no debt. She ain't, you know what I'm saying? You can buy her a car so she can start. You can get her apartment. Like, she's like on the edge of the normal human being or normal percentage humans in the world, like, especially leaving college. Like, she got a degree. We can be able to afford her apartment. We can be able to afford to get her a car. So her life is already on a stepping stool to being successful and whatever she want to be. And that's the same with, like, other people in our family members, bro. It's just amazing the opportunity to help change people's lives for the better. Like, like me and my brother, we always joke. We always tell each other, like, bro, we don't be an ATM. Like, <laughs> like don't just, ah, oh, let me get $20. Let me get $10. Like, we not like that. Like, but, like, if you need help, like, if you need a stepping stool or pushing the back or a lift off to get to where you want to go to in life, bro, it's... Bro, it's not it's not a number in this world that you can think about, especially pouring into your cup to make sure you be successful because God poured into my cup to make sure I'm successful. So it's like my duty to give to others. So Bro, you are actually like almost like a creative person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how you can create a, a player and make him a 99 as a human. <laughs> as a human, you are a 99. You know, you mentioned coming into the league mm -hmm. at 20 and, you know, Chan made the jokes about everything that you don't do. I was here you know, at practice a few weeks ago and your baby was here and your and your wife was here, man. To think about where your life is now and all the responsibilities, man, and how you've grown, what has that journey been like for you from a dude who said himself, I ain't know about credit, I ain't know about no lease, and now you are in charge of making sure other humans are okay. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, I got a lot of people I lean on, like my financial advisor, my agent, my wife. Like, I'm not just this good guy on my own. You know what I'm saying? People see it's me because it's me, but, like, my wife and my my wife is, like, she helped me be this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, she helped me stay in order. She helped me be Quentin. She helped me, like, stay level-headed, I guess. So she's a big part of my life who automatic, like, Help me out. So she helped me. She teach me a lot of stuff too. Like when it come down to just real world stuff, because she grew up. You know what I'm saying? Having to learn her about herself about credit, having to learn how to save money on her own, having to learn how to budget on her own. She grew up entrepreneur. So so like she helped me out tremendously. Man, I'm so glad we started to pivot. Getting tickets has been so much easier for me. But before that, I had to go to Game Time app. And if you get the Game Time app, whatever event you're trying to get to, that's the best place to go. And what's even better, RC, if you find some tickets that are cheaper in your section or area, Game Time will credit you 110%. Get your money back. And it shouldn't be stressful buying tickets to enjoy basketball, football, baseball, concerts, comedy shows, whatever you want to go to. You don't have to look a month in advance. Get them same day. They're going to get the best deals right there at game time. Man, we need to hit them up because when we go on this tour, maybe the game time app can have some tickets to the pivot on stage. But what you need to do right now is grab your mobile devices, download the game time app, or go to gametime.co and use the promo code PIVOT to get $20 off your first purchase. That's been fun. Let's get down to it. 
Fred asked the question very nicely, right? He's like, you know, is this season has to be the Would play, it be a failure? Be a playoffs if we, if, is it a failure? <laughs> you know, because Fred is without a doubt the best human that works on this show when it comes to the way that he presents to people. Mm -hmm. I am not, but I'm better than Chan. <laughs> now, my thought is this. If I had a team, right, that was so good defensively, even with instability at quarterback, we were in the playoff hunt down to the end, and I added Aaron Rodgers. You know what my thought would be? What? We finna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's everybody else's thought here that's going to wear green throughout the season. When we would show up to camp in Pittsburgh, bro, for eight years, we had the thought to ourselves, we can win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's not every team in the league. That's where you guys are right now. How important is it for you, for this team, to improve quickly, to play well early, and give yourself that shot while eight is the quarterback here? I think every year you come in, like, like when I was at Bama, it was the same mindset. Say Bama. Like, to my this the league. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, being at, the, being at the Jets, man, like this year, like, I guess I focus so much on like, like I, everybody want to win the Super Bowl. It's like when you come in the front door, it's like a Super Bowl trophy right there. Like, you don't play this game not to win. Like, all those ultimate competitors, like, you play this game to win. And at the end of the day, like I said, like, you win the Super Bowl. So, like, having eight, having this team, having a great defense last year, every single body come back, like, the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. That's why we dress up every day. That's why I come to work every day. That's why they pay me <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. So, at the end of the day, it's like, to get better every single day, you got to think, like, I think about the small things that, okay, my goal is to win the Super Bowl. Our goal is to win the Super Bowl. What can we do to get there? Is our main focus, is my main focus, is defense main focus. And that's every single day, getting better every single day. Like, we all human. We, I'm a human. Like, I probably mess up every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I learn from the mess up? You know what I'm saying? What can I do to get better? Like, and that's, that's, that's the thing. Like, we had a number four defense last year. We got some great players on defense, just like we got great players on offense. And the main goal is to, how can we turn these great players to sensational players? How can we get every single bite on defense and every single bite on offense that's not eight on his level, like on the way that he's thinking, on the way that like he's a Hall of Fame. How can we get 22 Hall of Famers thinking the same way? And that's our main goal and our main thought process. And I feel like, and we feel like, if we do that, we'll win the Super Bowl. But until then, it's like, what can we do to work to get there? You see what I'm saying? It's the main thing, so. I love that. It's crazy, Q, and I know we got to wrap, but I got to ask you, man, because the only person I ask this question to is Brian Dawkins. <laughs> and he's a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame, yeah. You so young, but I got to ask you, you seem like a great person. If you play with me, how would you deal with me you know Nick Saban. My rookie show, I brought a stripper in the facility and had him give Nick Saban a lap dance. <laughs> I was partying every night. Yeah. You be in the huddle smelling Hennessy or whatever. <laughs> had probably Jack Daniels at the time. I'm a big fan of Dyke. Yeah. How would you deal with me if I was your linebacker right now? Okay, look, like you said all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. What's your production? I'm starting six years. I was balling now. Let okay. me tackles two years. Everything all the field, all the field now. Everything out of the field, out of the field. If, if, let this thing in my mind, like, everything you do personal, is personal. That's what you do. But when your personal start coming to business, when your personal start affecting your gameplay, that's when it's become a me and you thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that wouldn't become a problem, basically. Yeah. Like, you can have 100 strippers. You can have 100 but You can be drunk if you wanted to. But if you're getting twin sacks a year and 100 tackles a year and getting interceptions and making plays, 
you take that double team, I better make that goddamn tackle. Exactly. But if you too drunk to not make that tackle, it's like, then it's a problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. like, whatever you do, whatever you do. Like, that's one of those things where Channing was an amazing player. He came out as a sophomore. Yeah. And uh, he speak to that. We finally get him, we finally got him to admit to us one of his regrets which was he kind of did it too much, mm -hmm. too excessively, because he, he should have played longer than six years. He didn't. He played with reckless abandon, but he also partied that way, and he didn't take care of his body. But this mother, he was a great player. Yeah. You know, and uh, the name of the show is The Pivot, mm -hmm. and uh, we always ask our guests um, a question. What's your biggest pivot? Which is that one moment in your life, that one defining moment that speaks to who you are today. One defining moment that speaks to who I am today. Football player, just person in general? Yeah, in your life, along that journey that RC was asking you about. I don't really think about myself like that. That's kind of crazy, because I always like, I always celebrate other people more than myself, no matter what. That I don't really think about all the accolades I done had, all the stuff I've been through, all the positivity I do, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's a real deep thought I got to get into to really like say an answer to that. Have you, or what is a moment in your life that has affected you so much that its lasting impact is something that drives you every day. And not drives you as makes you work or any of those things, but it's that because I had this happen, mm -hmm. there's things that have changed in me, there are things that have grown in me, there are things that I am now based on that moment. I for sure think it's my mom passing away. Um, and you guys know like, I, everything I am today is because of her. You see what I'm saying? Like the father I am, the husband I am, the football player I am, the person I am, the smile I got. Like everything is because of her. It's making her happy and she instills so much into me. Like I say Coach Saban instills a lot into me, but that's on the football level, on the mindset level. But, but the person I am to this day is like because of her. When it comes down to me getting, holding myself accountable on the things I say and becoming the man I want to be, not just being about it, like, but like, talking about it, but being about it, actions speak louder than words. That was a quote she always say. Just, just, just that. Like her passing away is like it was a sad thing, but it was also like, I guess the, the engines to help me go to Wild Met to this day. So having her, I guess, uh, passing away, instilled and like I guess flourished like my flowers. Hey man, I think you know I enjoyed. I remember when I left here that practice that day. I was like, we gotta get Quinnin <laughs> on the show just from talking to you and yeah. chopping it up. And still laughing about, you know, you wanted to tell me something. He's like, hey, can y'all move that mic? Uh, <laughs> but I will say this, man, about getting an opportunity to watch you on Hard Knocks. Uh, I said it before the show came here. I believe the show makes stars. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily stars on the field. Like, you did that. Like, you can't change that. No camera can change that. But the way we've seen your personality, the way everybody's gotten the opportunity to see that smile. But, like, this is a game. Uh, one of my best friends um, who passed a while back um, would always tell me, he's called me a little killer, his name was Sean Taylor. And he was like, man, we play a kid's game for a king's ransom. And as long as we could keep that in mind, man, that what we do on this grass, it may not, you know, save lives and those things, but if we do it the right way, it impacts people and we should do that with joy. I think that's when we bring the best to the world. And you've been doing that, man. Uh, it was an honor to sit with you for sure, bro. I wish you the best. and from an NFL analyst and former player. If y'all do not go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> it is a failure, Quinnen, because y'all have everything y'all need here, man, to make a run. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, thank you, Al, yes, man. Sir. Thank you, Al. <laughs> That was dope, dog. Appreciate uh, thank you, man. Can you oh, believe you know. this boy got Nick Saban, a stripper dog, bro. I can believe it. Uh, He's so uptight.
Oh, man, he said, he I can it. believe it. I had him on the chair in the stage, and I brought the strip from around the stage. She backed up on him. Soon as she was about to touch me, grabbed her little hips and took her to the side, and he ran up the stairs to his office. I think it little Peter Weeder was getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was my assumption, bro. And that's why he had this. Bro, you know Nick ain't back. You call Nick Weeder. Bruce man, crazy. I, I see them people for at the store. He get real close <laughs> to the floor. Hey, I see Bruce, Bruce no one. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you too. At Florida, I did not have a tail pad. And the pros, I would cut my uh, hip pads in a little square and put them in my knee pad. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. In the league, until they told me to put pads in my pants, I ain't put them in. Yeah. That's what happened in college. Yeah, I, I had to wear that big ass knee brace in college, and they put a little bitty knee pad because of the fact that my knee brace was too big. Right. I said, so I really don't need no knee pad because this ain't gonna stop an ACL injury. <laughs> a motherfucking my big point, ass exactly. goddamn 350 pound bitch hit me in the bro, side bro, of my first knee. First off, what the knee what the knee pad do is protect this part of your leg. It well, don't protect your knee, coach. <laughs> I got a C plus average, coach. I'm eligible. Yeah, that man, boy, hey, that boy pants was down to this. Hey, every now and then you catch no somebody leg, with a saggy knee pad. No, no football player needs ant leg pad and hip pad and butt. Nobody. No, no. They don't nobody stop. Nothing. Cause I tell you what, every time I got hit in the thigh, it hurt. Yeah. Every yeah, time. Every time. Every time. Pad, yeah, they, I mean, thigh pad or not, pad or not dog. It hurts. And then the hip you shit don't hit. matter. Well, bro. Cause if you let somebody get up in your frame like that, you already that's, that's the issue. You that's dead already. My man right there got pierced three times in one episode. Huh? My man right there got three piercings in one episode. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Nine, nine. You going to get anything else pierced? Or are you good for a while? I said, you going to get anything else pierced? Or are you good for a while? See? Did the joint fall out? Yeah, it came out. My eyebrow piercing came out again. So at this point, I was just like, I think I think you might want to stop him. I know I am. So I'm not going to get this pierced. Man, just taking this in, man. Hoping and wishing I still could do it. Uh, you probably could have. Shit. Yeah. I, I could have thought about that about five years ago. I felt like I could. Yeah. Right now, it's now, rap, it's rap. rap. It's clean. It's <laughs> hey, open. let the young Listen. boy have it. Hey. That was... Gosh, I love Garrett Wilson. He's so nice. I was like, man, <laughs> Garrett's awful. <laughs> hey, no. No, we, we were sitting at the. Hey, I'm start, I, bro, I promise. That's what they said. I start to say you're a bad person now just because I don't want. Just, just stir shit up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, I don't want everybody like, saying the same. Yeah, because then they're going to be like, he's too good of a person. He might be soft. Oh, he, I can't he ain't really with Exactly. Nah, I like, I like that. I keep on <laughs> guessing. Nah. So later in my career, that's what I started doing. Because before, man, from the we made the playoffs, so from January, to uh, March before we have to report back, I didn't used to do shit, <laughs> nothing. I'm talking about nothing, nothing. But that catch up with you, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? You start getting tight, start tweaking a little thing, a little thing turn into big thing. You know what I'm saying? So I had to. So when you feel like you hit that stride on like, probably when they started challenging me, like when they said when you get close to 30 mm -hmm. that you start to fall off. I said hell no, I, I ain't gonna be me. Right. Hold up, limitless, take a simic cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On this vision, I can trust. Trust, limitless, take a simic cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up.